Hi there, everybody. My name is Timothy, and I greet you all in Jesus Christ, my name. You're listening to episode 52 of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast, and in today's episode, we are going to be taking a look at the Flyrig 5. We talked about the Flyrig 5 in our last episode, as in, this could be one of the best praise and worship guitar pedals of all time, and in my humble opinion, it is. But now I want to go over the features of this pedal. Here's our clean tone, and we're playing through a Fender Mustang 1 for a stack guitar. And I'm just going to go ahead and kick on our Sans Amp side. So our Sans Amp side and our Plexi side kicked on. like my reverb delay I mean you'll notice that I actually have a little bit of reverb on here and I'm actually going to go and turn it off because the reverb I have the delay set up in, in such a way that the reverb is actually interfering with the delay and so if I turn that off like so again our clean signal or plexi's on our clean signal our sans amp side our delay and plexi Now, generally, I have a louder delay. Little, kind of like right there. We also have the 21 dB boost. Hear all that gain at this point. All that sustain. at this point is our EQ palette. What you've heard so far is our mids cranked up, our lows cranked up, our highs cranked up. I'm going to go ahead and completely cut our mids. And our clean signal. 
so far, what a difference. I turn that up. I know we're getting a lot of buzz, but you ought to hear that game. That buzz is coming from that 21 dB boost. Turn that off. And it's only there because it's pumping out all that gain. And we can crank up the gain on the Sans amp. That's it cranked up the whole way. Now we turn on our 21 degree boost and our plexi. It's all the gain on this unit. As a matter of fact, we can push more if we turn up the plexi. everything maxed. The only thing that's not turned up the whole way is the Sansamp side. What a signal though. Now the way I usually run this unit is I usually don't even use the Plexi. Usually just keep it turned off. That buzz is going to go away in a minute. So here is our tone now. is the Flyrig 5 from Tech 21, version 1 of the guitar Flyrig 5. Next up we're going to be hearing from James, who will be sharing with us version 2 of the bass Flyrig 5. Thanks go to Timothy Clark for allowing me to be a part of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. Today we're going to be looking at the Flyrig version 2 for bass, the bass Flyrig V2. The difference in its predecessors to now is the Bass Flyrig version 2 or BFR V2 plus a compressor. And right now, here's our dry amp. Here's the compressor. Now we're going to turn on the second SANS amp because the first SANS amp is dependent upon this second SANS amp. Second sans amp is where all of our EQ comes from. Let's turn on the the, the first sans amp here. Mm -hmm. 
notice that's a little bit bassy. There are some controls you can change. You can have the, now it's gonna be a little more bassy because I just, <laughs> I just changed the amp character. Now it's gonna be even more bassy because I'm gonna take the bite switch out. Wow. Let's see what that sounds like with channel one disabled. You can use channel one as a complete drive. Or you can use it as a boost, just a clean boost. I'll show you what that sounds like here. Channel one off, now on. So a lot of functionality there. Uh, so those are the, 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 the two big differences. Let's just, because what we're gonna do next, we'll kind of need that character. Uh, now we're gonna just turn on the, turn that off, the wah here. stuff you can do with this. Octaver are completely usable. We're not going to demonstrate that, but here's the chorus. you can do with this pedal every little bit of it is completely usable uh, so again just to summarize the basic differences are the compressor again which we did not dig into we only have a short amount of time with something like that's about five minutes long so we can't really dig into the pedal in major detail but you know you're probably gonna get a lot more out of a specific video um, you know but so the compressor and then the two channels, the byte switch and then the character switch, uh, they all make a huge difference. Channel one again is dependent upon channel two. All the effects, the Octaver, the Moog, the synthesizer, all that stuff. Uh, I call it a synthesizer in some cases. The, octo, the Octo filter can be used basically as like a synthesizer, like a Moog, it's kind of cool. That can be used independently of the Sansamp signs, okay? Uh, so can the compressor, so can the chorus. 
Channel 1 is the only thing dependent upon Channel 2. Channel 2 is not dependent upon Channel 1, unless you set it that way. But you can always have Channel 1 or Channel 2 on. You cannot have Channel 1 on without Channel 2. Uh, so those are some differences. But in the V1, I'll finish with this. In the V1, there was a 12 dB boost, and you can still buy the V1 too. The, the V1, you had a 12 dB boost pre and post. You could set it to go pre or post. Uh, they've done away with that now, and I really believe you can use channel one in the same sort of way, except instead of it being pre or post, it's pre, which is nice because, again, another thing I did not show you was if you have drive on channel two, again, that's what I call the main SANS amp, the EQ section. If you have drive on channel two and you have channel one as a boost, and then you have that is a little more than overdrive and you have it like in distortion territory you kick that on now it's going to drive channel two okay now channel one or channel two they they play really nice together you can do some really crazy stuff with that but uh that's basically the differences between v1 and v2 and what we were using was the base driver or rather the base fly rig version too. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. I want to uh, thank James for coming on, and I want to thank all of you, our wonderful listeners, for checking out the podcast. There's a lot of times when I'll take a look at the statistics and I'm thinking, hmm, this isn't bad. Especially for a podcast that's put out for fun, done usually, not always, but usually in my bedroom on my iPhone, or on my Apple Watch. And we have all kinds of fun creating the podcast. And especially since this podcast is just for fun, it's kind of like, hmm, well, when are we going to do another episode? And yet we still have listeners. I think that is the neatest thing, that we still have listeners listening to the show, enjoying the content, wondering what's going to be coming out next. Though you know the irony of all that is... I can see that I have listeners, but I never get emails from them. But I, I do get the occasional voice message, and that is always nice. I just want to encourage you all to send me a voice message. If you're listening on the Anchor platform, it's literally one, two, three. Press the voice message button, record your voice message, title, and send. Boom. Or you can send an email, which I've never gotten about the podcast. I may have had one email about the podcast, now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, you can send an email, which I rarely and or never get, to timothyclarkmusic at me.com. Once again, that email address is timothyclarkmusic at me.com. I check and respond to every email sent to me, unless it's spam. If you would like more information about me, you can head to my website and find it there. My website address is timothyclarkmusic.wordpress.com. Once again, that website address is timothyclarkmusic.wordpress.com. And I'm Timothy, thanking you for listening to yet another episode of the Brother Timothy Clark 